Hey Goal Getters, this is Kristen Guile, and you are about to hear an episode I recorded with Autumn Calabrese. Autumn is a Beachbody super trainer. She's been with them for, gosh, going on seven years now, she said. She's also a cookbook author, including uh, the cookbook Fixate, and she has worked with Beachbody to create the 21 Day Fix and all sorts of other workouts that you can find on both their DVDs and their streaming platforms. I was so excited to talk to Autumn today because she has been in the fitness industry for about 15 years now. She started as a dancer, and through that, she found her love of movement and loved getting uh, educated about how the human body works. So with that, she decided to become a personal trainer And from there, she really found her passion for helping others live their healthiest lives and really helping them feel like their best selves. So we knew that she would be perfect to talk to for this current focus on getting better, faster, and stronger. So you'll hear about a big goal that Autumn has worked towards in the past, a couple little hints as to what she has coming down the pipeline in the future, and a lot of her thoughts about how perseverance is so important in goal setting and also why she really believes that you have to say your goals out loud and you have to share them with everybody around you. So without further ado, here is Autumn. Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast where we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Kristen Guile, and today I am interviewing Autumn Calabrese. She is a celebrity trainer. She is one of the Beachbody super trainers, and she is the creator of the 21 Fix and the 80 Day Obsession. So chances are, if you've been doing a workout lately, whether it's working out at home or trying to ramp up your nutrition, you have heard of Autumn. How are you doing today, Autumn? I'm doing great. Thank you. We are so excited to have you on the podcast because we know that you are one of the consummate goal getters. Uh, But before we dive into talking about goals and your expertise on this month's focus on getting better, faster, and stronger, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and your background for our listeners who might not have been introduced to you yet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been a fitness trainer for almost 15 years now. I got into really, I got into being a trainer from my love for dance. I was a dancer growing up. I majored in dance in college, which is where I really learned about the body to begin with and pushing myself and really setting goals for myself all throughout, um, through dance and, and, and being a competitive dancer. And then I moved to Los Angeles from, well, I moved to Los Angeles from St. Louis, but I was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. And you were so Midwest. Very Midwest girl here. <laughs> and uh, in LA, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I was pursuing a little bit of dance, a little bit of acting. That's when I decided to become certified as a personal trainer. I just wanted, I wanted something more and something more that I was in control of. Not so much like, a, okay, I have to go and audition and wait to find out. Mm-hmm. You know, I still kind of ended up quasi in that space a little bit, even in the fitness side of it. Um, but but obviously, all of my years of dancing kind of prepared me for that. So I've been with Beachbody as a Beachbody, what they reference as a super trainer for the last seven years. I've been blessed to have amazingly successful both fitness and nutrition programs with them. I've now put out eight different fitness programs plus my nutrition program. 
um, two cookbooks, a cooking show. I had a clothing line with them for two years. So it's been a wonderful ride and I'm just enjoying the journey and loving the fact that I get to do exactly what I want to do every day, which is help people lead healthy, fulfilling lives. Well, that is an amazing list of accomplishments, and it makes me really excited to be able to ask you the first question that we ask everyone who comes on the podcast, so I'll jump right into it. What is a big goal that you've had for yourself in the past, and why was it important to you, and how did you achieve it? Oh, gosh. One of the, I think the biggest goal that I had for myself was that I wanted to help people in the health, like in the fitness and nutrition space on a grander scale. I loved getting to work with clients one-on-one, but I always wanted to do it on a grander scale in a way of having either DVDs out or some sort of fitness program out um, just so that, like I said, I could help the masses. I Like I loved working one-on-one, but I wanted to really make an impact on a greater scale. And it was really done through a lot of hard work, persistence, and consistency. I was actually talking to somebody else about this in an interview today about, you know, people look at you and they they sort of see an overnight success, but what they don't see is the 15 years of work that went in before you you made it big and how when I was just starting off, social media didn't even exist. When I was, you know, 15 years ago starting, you had to really uh you had to really hustle. You had to be on top of your game. You had to, you couldn't just have a flashy Instagram account for people <laughs> to recognize you. You had to, you know, you had to show up on time for those clients. You had to have a well thought out workout program for them. You had to be there for them. You had to actually, you know, help get them results um, because they were your business card. They were your calling card. I was relying on them to tell their friends and for their friends to tell their friends. And, and in between, you know, clients telling their friends about me and family about me. I was also get out there talking with the newspapers, pitching myself, flyering cars, posting. Oh my gosh, flyering cars! Like like that. But that's what you did 15 years ago. Like that yeah. was a hustle that you had to have. And we're in a time now where the hustle it doesn't. You don't. You still have to have hustle. It's just a different kind of hustle. We're not right. quite so. We feel interactive because we're all on social media, but it's not quite the same interactive. So for me, that was that was always my goal was to help people on these grand scales. I had this vision of wanting to travel around the country and host these massive events where families could come and work out with me and hear me talk about fitness and nutrition. And getting getting to team up with Beachbody has allowed me to do that. But that came from, like I said, all of my years of of training clients one on one, you know, long fourteen hour days, working towards solving a problem that I saw in the market at the time, which was an issue with food, and that's when I created my portion control container system, and again, hustling day and night to get that system launched. I happened to have a friend that was. Um, a producer on Home and Family, which is a TV show on the Hallmark Channel. And she said, you know, if you can finish this up in the next four weeks, I can have you launch it on the show. And she gave me a very specific date. And it was in October and I went into just full like... Oh, you must have just hunkered down and knocked it out. (laughs) I worked endlessly, 
called, reached out to every person I had ever known and called in every favor that, you know, I had ever earned to, to get packaging done and boxes printed and images shot and, and everything that I needed to do. And I was able to launch it on the Hallmark channel. And there were so many other things along the way, baby steps of, I I had been working with Brooke Burke on her website, modernmom.com. That came from me just reaching out, just emailing and saying, hey, this is who I am and this is what I do and I'd love to write for your website. Just a cold email? Yeah, cold. And and it was 10 years ago. It was like, you know, I had, uh, like, I didn't have some massive name. I had been written up in a local newspaper (laughs) once or twice, but I'm fairly unknown and it was just a cold email that this is who I am and this is what I do. And they reached out to me the next day and said, yeah, we'd love for you to write for us. And then two days later, they called and said, Brooke would love to have you come to her house and film workout videos for her website. Oh my God. And yeah, so so it was like all these series of little, like little events over time that led to when I launched the nutrition program that was when it was my own, it was originally called Change My Plate. When I launched Change My Plate, um, a client of mine passed it on to a friend of theirs. They happened to know somebody at Beachbody and said, I think they'll be interested. Can I pass it on? They passed it on to Beachbody. Beachbody looked me up. They saw what I had been doing with Brooke. They looked into the nutrition side of it. They called me in for an interview. You know, I went through a round of interviews and it took three months and eventually I got a contract with them. Um, and this is, I'm giving you the very short version of it. <laughs> but, but again, all of it was just persistence and consistency really just never giving up no matter how many doors were were closed in my face and how many times i heard no i i just kept moving forward and that's what eventually got me to where i am and with beach body you know four times a year we do these massive events with thousands of people at them and i get to be on stage teaching live workouts and talking to people about nutrition so it's exactly what i saw for myself 15 years ago when i started yeah, it seems like you've had that laser focus and that I think that really helps with the the perseverance part of goal getting. It's much easier to to keep at it and keep, to keep grinding and, you know, putting in the work when you know exactly what you're working towards. Yes. I'm curious about a little bit more about Beachbody. I I always think it's so interesting because you said yourself you started off as a, you know, first a dancer and then a personal trainer and you still get to do these massive group fitness events. And all of that talks a lot about like connecting with an audience or a client or, you know, just another human in person. Whereas when you're filming the Beachbody DVDs and the content, like there's not the people that you are serving right in front of you, right? So it's a very different form of engagement and of trying to connect with an audience just a little bit differently than when you're next to them, like pushing them in person. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. I mean... I was so blessed to get to work with Brooke Burke for so many years on her website and film with her multiple times because I really watched how she spoke to a camera and I really learned like whenever she was talking to the camera, it was like she was having a conversation with her girlfriend. Yeah. And I remember I would just practice it. Every time I got up to film, I would be like, okay, if I was going to tell, explain this to my girlfriend, how would I explain it? Like mm-hmm. not be intimidated by the fact that there's a camera in front of me. Um, and, and and that's very much an approach that I take when I'm filming. But I guess for me, even though that person isn't standing right there, for me, they very much are. And that probably comes from, from almost 15 years in the business and working with as many people as I have. 
and sort of knowing what people are experiencing in that moment. And Mm -hmm. I have my background cast with me and my background cast is doing the workout. So what they're feeling is what the person at home is feeling. And I'm doing the workout with them too when I, when we're filming and I might be a few steps ahead on my fitness journey, but that doesn't mean that something's not challenging for me. So if I, if I'm feeling it, then they're feeling it and they might be feeling it 10 times more. So that's where my motivation comes from, where I'm speaking to them from about you know, not giving up and focusing on what we're doing right there in the moment, not getting distracted, believing in themselves, um, embracing the burn, leaning into the struggle because the struggle is what is changing you. Like all of that comes from experiencing it myself. But again, 15 years of training people, 10, 12, 14 hours a day, it's kind of ingrained in you whether the person is standing right there in front of you or you just know that they're on the other end of that TV. Like knowing they're on the other side of that, I could still look right into that camera and know who I'm talking to. That Yeah, that makes so much sense. Well, as you know, this focus that we are talking about right now on We Got Goals is all about becoming a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. And you seem to have the expertise of both worlds. Like you understand the nutrition side of better, faster, stronger, and the the fitness side. So I'd love to hear a little bit from you about like what parts of a healthy exercise and a healthy, you know, outlook on nutrition help you feel your best and your strongest. Yeah, for me, you, nutrition is always key. I'm. A, it's funny. I'm a personal trainer first, but I will tell you that nutrition is ninety percent of the problem or the solution. Yeah, um, the abs are made in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, if you're not fueling, and not even really health is made in the kitchen. If you're not fueling your body for success, then you can't expect to have success. Like you can't eat cake and cookies and think that you're going to feel your best or look your best or think your best or or do anything at your best because that's not what our bodies are made to thrive on. We need vitamins, we need minerals, we need nutrients, we need healthy protein, we need carbohydrates, um we need healthy fats. And and I I put the word healthy in front of it on purpose because there's a big difference between avocado and cookies and what kind of fat you're getting from it. And we need carbohydrates, we need sugars, but we need real sugar from from sweet potatoes and and like I said, uh, rice and quinoa or fruit, not from candy and white flour and over-processed things. So when I'm making choices, that doesn't mean I don't ever have a splurge. It doesn't mean I don't ever have dessert or I don't ever have a cocktail. I do. Probably more often than people would think I do. But 90% of the time, I'm eating food that is, I know, going to fuel my body and leave me feeling my best. Because I do have big goals and I do have big dreams. Mm-hmm. And I'm nowhere near done with it. So I want to make sure that I have the energy to keep me going for it. And with fitness, when you know, when you're talking about faster, stronger, um, the biggest thing I can say is to make sure there's a little bit of variety in your routine. Oh, I love that. That doing this every single day, eventually you're gonna plateau. I did spend years working in a gym and I would watch people come in and I would watch them do the exact same routine every day. They'd come in, they'd walk on the treadmill for five or 10 minutes, they'd go over to the dumbbells, they'd do some bicep curls, they'd do some shoulder press, they might do a squat here or there, and some abs, and they would leave. And it would be the same thing every day. And I'm like, well, you're missing a whole bunch of muscle groups. You're never switching up the weight. You're never switching up the repetition. So you're never really putting your body um, 
in a stress mode because your body is adapted to that. And progress comes under stress. So, you know, not not bad stress, but we do need a stressor. You need time under tension with your weights to build muscle. You need to train in different capacities so that you can get stronger and you can get faster. So not getting stuck in the, okay, well, this is what I've been doing for so long. And that's the beauty, I think, of something like Beach Body on Demand or my fitness programs is there's not just one fitness program. I have eight just myself, but Beach Body on Demand has hundreds. So you can do one program and if you love it, great. The beauty is you could circle back and you know if you're doing 21 day fix, well, there's seven different workouts. I just refilmed that workout in real time. So now it progresses week to week. So you can circle back and do it again. Because by the time you circle back to day one, it'll actually have been a while. It'll have been 20 days since you did that original workout. So you can do it again. Um, Or you could do 21 Day Fix and then move on to 80 Day Obsession and then move on to 21 Day Fix Extreme and then go over to Country country Heat. There's so many things that you can do that keeps your body guessing and they will all contribute to your fitness. How do you switch up your workout routine? It really just depends on what I have going on work-wise, whether or not I'm prepping to film something, I'm in the middle of filming something, maybe I'm creating a new program. So just depending on where I'm at um, in terms of the that cycle will determine what I'm working on. But sometimes I'm doing my own fun things. Sometimes I'm doing one of my programs. But I'm always changing it up. What I will say is even within the changing it up though, I'm consistent. I don't miss my workouts. I don't skip my workouts. I don't only work legs. I don't only work upper body. I don't only do cardio. I do a mix of cardio and weight training and dance on a regular basis. You still do dance? I still dance, not as often as I would like to, but I'll still I'll still jump into a dance class every once in a while or I'll just dance at home. I have a little dance studio in my house. So um I'll still do any and all of it. I love that. Uh, well, I know that you're also a mom, and I'm curious as to whether your outlook on fitness and nutrition changed after you had your son. No, my outlook really has been the same, um, but I think that's because I was already a trainer before I had my son. I actually have a specialty in pre- and postnatal fitness. I worked a lot with pregnant moms and moms that had just delivered Um I mean, I had a division of my business called Mighty Mommies for a long time. So, so I do think that it's it my my perspective on it hasn't changed, but maybe my approach with my son changes over the years, depending on you know he's almost eleven now. So, oh, wow. it's much easier when he was a baby to just put on his little high chair tray what I wanted him <laughs> compared to him having an opinion now and not always, yeah. not always wanting the healthy food. And so it's it's much more um, an ongoing conversation about same thing. We eat to fuel our bodies. We eat so that we can do all the things we love. My son is a diehard skateboarder. Uh, I've seen the videos on your Instagram. Yeah. So, so when I talk to him about it, I'm talking to him about you know, Dom, we eat to fuel our bodies. You're out there skating for hours. When you come in, you got to replenish what you just burned off. And we're not going to replenish it with junk food. You know, I'm, I'm not opposed to him having treats, but I, I always speak to him about the fact that we've got to put the good food in and we got to limit the treats and we don't have them every single day. That's why they're called treats. <laughs> um, 
And and so yeah, my approach with him as he gets older changes, but I think my my perspective on it has been the same. Yeah, that makes total sense. What about for your mental health? Do you do anything for your mental health that helps you feel better and stronger? Oh my gosh, I do everything for that. I mean, my workouts—my workouts. I I tell people all the time. I don't just work out to be physically fit. I work out for my mental sanity because that's my me time. That's my chance to sort of turn the phone off, not think about emails, not think about work. I get in there. It feels really good to push myself. I get my nice little endorphin rush from it. But I also do a lot of self-care. I am like I always am making sure I'm getting enough sleep. That's a yeah. one. And I know, you know, we like to stay up, we like to go out with friends, we like to be on social media till all hours of the night. But um I really try to make sure that I'm getting enough sleep because that's a big one that'll wear you down real quick. Yeah. I will take time, even if it's just five minutes, if I need it to journal or if I'm having a stressful day, like sometimes I just need to like I'll park my car, like I'll have come home from running around from work and I'll park my car in the driveway and I might just sit in there for a minute. <laughs> that sounds like a really nice little luxury for, for a mom, especially. It might be like I said, like two minutes where I just am like, I need a deep breath and a minute of silence before I walk in the house. Like that is great for my mental health. Sometimes I'm just take a quick Epsom salt bath and sometimes it's it's just something as fun as, you know, having friends over, putting the music on, like having a game night. It's it's funny. People won't don't think of that necessarily as mental health, but for me it is because we need that connection. We need that personal interaction with other people and with technology today we can get so isolated because we can be interacting via computers and phones without actually like being in person with somebody. So even something as simple as a game night and just getting to have that fun is a nice mental break and a stress reliever. So all of it I think is really important. Yeah, I totally agree. We're big at A Sweat Life on everything is better with friends. And I think, you know, a lot of our team, we do identify as introverts and we need that time alone to recharge, especially after we host our own events. But I never regret like making plans with a friend or, you know, setting up a night where all of my girlfriends and I are going to go out for a concert or something like Exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that I get to ask you the last question that we ask everybody on the podcast. So just a twist on the first one. So no surprises here, but what's a big goal that you're working towards in the future and why is it so important to you and what steps are you taking to get there? Oh boy. I have I have a couple of projects in the works right now. I'm not allowed to say what they are just yet, but I'm super excited about them. And I'm actually in New York for for one of them, having some meetings about one of the projects. And and I'm I'm just beyond excited. I think 2020 slash 2021 will be a nice big year with some fun things coming out and things that I've wanted to do for a long time that are finally coming to fruition that will just help more people. So I always put it out there. If there's something you want, you put it out there. You can't be afraid to say it to people because you never know who is going to say, that's a great idea. Let me partner up with you on that. So, and that's that's kind of what has happened with some of the stuff that I'm working on right now is just that, you know, I was talking about it. I was talking about it to the right people and saying, this is what I'd love to do. And and it's brought some some goals into actions and 
they will come alive. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm sorry to be so vague about it. It's just that I'm not no, allowed it's to mysterious and, and alluring. <laughs> Uh, I, I love what you said, though, about the importance of saying your goals out loud, because that's something that we really stress with our group of ambassadors. We do a big goal setting session with them at the start of every year, and we make them you know, commit to writing their goals down, to saying them out loud, to telling other people about them, both for the accountability aspect, but also just like you said, you never know who's listening or who knows someone or who can connect you to that next rung up the ladder. And it's so important to to just own what you are working towards and what your big dreams are. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I wouldn't be where I, I am right now without without a lot of people. And and that's just, you know, over the years talking to different clients, like while we're training and them just saying, you know, what else do you want to do, Autumn? Or what are you working on, Autumn? And and again, doing being good at my job and doing it well, I guess, let me say that, doing it well, doing my job well, uh, gave them the confidence to talk to me uh, or to talk about me to somebody else. And that is eventually what led to me being with Beachbody. So you can't be afraid to promote yourself. You, we get we get shy about it. We get embarrassed about it that we shouldn't talk about ourselves. And I'm not saying to do it in a conceited way, mm-hmm. but but if you don't ever say it and you don't ever talk to anybody, then you're sort of like lonely man on the island with nobody to help you. But if you say yeah. it to other people and you create this environment where other people can help you and you can lean on them, then bigger things can happen. Yeah. I think you can really only go so far completely on your own, both because you know, you'll know you need someone else's help to take that next step. And also like you will break, I think, under the stress of trying to shoulder everything just on your own. Right. And you know what? What do we always say? Like a jack of all trades is a master at nothing. Like you are going to be a master at something, but that doesn't mean that you can run all aspects of the business. I am very mm-hmm. clear that I am the professional when it comes to the fitness and the nutrition, but in terms of business, I'm always learning. That's why I'm teamed up with Beachbody. The business side wasn't the side I ever wanted to do the most of. You know, I want to do the creative fun side, the fitness side and the nutrition. So without them, I would have to be doing the marketing and I would have to be doing the filming and I would have to be doing the producing. And those are all things that I'm not really skilled at. I, I mean, I'm learning over the years from being in the business, but but without somebody like them, I wouldn't be able to do it at the level that I'm doing it. You know, this, is, this episode is going to go live uh, pretty soon here, but we're getting towards the end of the year and we're all starting to think about New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals. And I'm just curious, are you a resolutions person or do you feel like you're just sort of constantly setting goals and planning how you're going to reach for them? I'm a, I'm a forever setting goals and planning how I'm going to reach them. Um, I'm all for the people that, that set them you know, for January 1, but I do think that in some ways it hinders us. Like I watch people at the end of the year kind of throw caution to the wind and say, screw it. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's November. I'm not going to worry about my goals. I'll just start January 1. Like, I'm not going to worry about my fitness. I'm not going to worry about my nutrition. I'll just start at the beginning of the new year. And that's so silly to me because then it's two months of actually backsliding when it's when you could have, in fact, taken two months of moving forward towards that goal. So yeah. I say, if you know right now what your goal is that you were going to say for January 1, you should be working on it right now. So just get started. Just get started. There's no point in waiting. Like, why wait till tomorrow what you can do today? Yeah. I, I think we're on board too. Like I, I appreciate the the symbolism of January one, maybe is 
you know, for someone who's been kind of scared to take that step and needs kind of the push of the, a big event. But if you know what you want, why waste any time? Yeah, go get it. Yeah. Well, I know that you are a busy person who has a lot of things to go and get to, but before I let you go, I'd love for you to tell us where we can find you on the internet, uh, where we can read your latest, you know, nutrition plans and recipes and cookbooks and workouts. Where are you? Yes, you can find me. Well, all of my fitness programs, nutrition programs, cooking show, they're all on Beachbody On Demand. You can find me on Instagram. It's at Autumn Calibres. Uh, my website is the same thing, autumncalibres.com. Facebook is the same. It's just my name. So I would love for you to follow me over there. You can also find me on YouTube. Lots of places to tune in and see what I'm doing. Um, follow along, follow the nutrition, follow the fitness, and use it to help you towards those goals. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Autumn. It was great to meet you. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a great day. Girl, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not around. Just know I'll be back, so no need to frown. This podcast is produced by sweatlife.com. And just like everything else, it is better with friends. We would love it if you would share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you leave a rating or review while you're there, that helps other people find the show. We would so appreciate it. Special thanks to Jay Mono for our theme music. Special thanks to our guest this week, Autumn Calabrese. Thanks to Ryan Duffett for editing. And of course, an extra special thanks to you, our listeners. <laughs>